Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The Easter story has two equally important parts to it. The death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. Death and resurrection. And when it comes to what Easter means in our lives, that meaning also has two parts to it. Death and resurrection. Unless we get that, there's no hope. No hope at all. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as today we take a look at the certain hope that Easter brings from a different perspective. I used to wonder a lot about this whole Jesus dying on the cross thing. It just didn't make sense to me. I mean, when someone does something wrong against me, I can choose either to forgive them or to not forgive them, right? And if I choose to forgive them, I don't, well, I don't know, I don't self-mutilate or something to pay the wrong that they did against me. I just forgive them and that's it. Their slate is wiped clean. They don't owe me anything. I choose to remove the desire for recompense or punishment for their wrongs and we all get on with life. And since I'm made in the image of God, surely God can be like that too. I mean, you or I haven't murdered anyone or raped anyone or assaulted anyone. We're not guilty of grand larceny. We, we haven't stolen anything from the local store even. Okay, we've made some mistakes. We've hurt people through our actions or our attitudes. But that's all part of life. And hopefully most of those people would forgive us and we can just get on with it, right? As we think about Easter, as we think about that brutal, bloody cross and what Jesus did, unless we really understand the why of it all, then we're completely missing the point of Christianity the whole point of believing in Jesus. And I strongly suspect that there are a good many people around today who say they believe in Jesus, but they don't have answers to these difficult questions. Why did God bother with this whole Jesus dying on a cross thing? Why didn't he just forgive us? The bottom line is this. God is a God of absolute love and absolute justice. Have a listen. 1 John 4.16 So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So, God is love. Now listen to this. Romans 2, 9-11. There will be anguish and distress for everyone who does evil, the Jew first and also the Greek, but glory and honour and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek, for God shows no partiality. See, God is more loving than the most loving father who has ever lived. God is love. But he's also more just than the most just judge who has ever lived. So how do you reconcile love and justice? I mean, love demands forgiveness. Justice demands punishment. If a man was convicted of rape or murder, if he was tried and found guilty, yet the judge in his sentencing chose to show mercy and let him walk free, We'd be totally outraged, wouldn't we? We would demand justice. 
And so God is faced with this dilemma, a huge dilemma. He's all love and he's all justice. What does he do? It's the same as though that judge I just talked about was the the father of the man convicted of rape or murder. Can you imagine the terrible position this judge and father would find himself in in determining a sentence for his own child? So God does the only thing open to him. He sends Jesus to fulfil the requirements of absolute justice by dying on that cross for you and me so that the price of our sin is paid in full. The requirements of justice are met in full. The wrath of God that you and I deserve falls on Jesus. He takes the rap. He dies the death. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. But the huge spin-off benefit of Jesus' death on the cross is the fact that just three days later, he was raised from the dead. And that's exactly what happens to you and me when we believe in him and we die to our sin. We receive a new life, a resurrected life, a born-again life, a fresh start with the slate wiped completely clean through the death and the resurrection of Jesus. That empty tomb is as important in God's plan for you and me as was that bloody cross. Jesus had to die to be resurrected, and you and I have to die to our old self, to our sinful self, in order to be resurrected into a newness of life, this new life that Jesus purchased on the cross for you and me. The transaction of grace is a transaction both of death and resurrection. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. That means that you and I believe in Jesus and we turn away from our sin so that we can rise again to this new life that Jesus has for us. Come on, this is good news. The alternative is death. The alternative is a living death today as we live in sin and an eternal separation from God when this life is over. Jesus made this point. He said you actually have to die before you can live. Truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love life will lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honour. John chapter 12, verses 24 to 26. And see, this bit of dying to self so that we can live and bear fruit is the bit that so many people miss. We think it's just about believing in Jesus and everything will be okay. Well, yes and no. Unless you and I repent, unless you and I believe in Jesus and turn away from our evil ways, then there is no life, because sin will continue to rob you of life. It's an unpopular idea, I know. Repentance sounds like something terribly old-fashioned. Jesus died and was then resurrected. You can't be resurrected to a new life until you've died to the old one. It's obvious, isn't it? At least it should be. Death and resurrection are what Easter is all about. Death and resurrection are what your new life is all about. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Jesus Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Romans 8 verse 11. 
The great news this Easter is that Jesus came to give you a new life, a life worth living, a life that instead of being torn apart by arrogance or selfishness or whatever your particular Achilles heel is, a life that instead is being healed and restored by the power of God and the goodness of God, a life that will look completely different to your old life because Jesus changed it for you, because Jesus died so that the just requirements of the law, the punishment that you so richly deserve, could be removed from you. That's mercy because Jesus died and rose again. Maybe you just heard about Jesus for the first time today and you want to accept him as your Lord and Saviour. Well, if that's you, please pray this prayer with me. Father God, today I've heard about Jesus and what he did for me on that cross and through that empty tomb. And I realise that I need his mercy and his grace and it's exactly what I need. Please forgive me through Jesus and what he did for me. I'm so sorry for my sin and what I've done wrong. And give me this new life today, this resurrection life. I turn away from all my sin, but I know how weak I am. I know I don't have the power to live the life you want me to live. So please put your Holy Spirit in me so that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead will raise me into this new life that you've promised me in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, my friend, you have just received the grace and the mercy and the power of God through what Jesus did for you. sometimes. And as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you'd like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my ebook, Power Unlimited. Thousands already have, and the most common response, hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message. And I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.